Welcome to Have You Got the Guts to Be Really Healthy? Chapter 3. Water. An underestimated health source. Why do we need water? If I'm drinking, why am I still dehydrated? How can I keep hydrated? Can water heal? What's the difference between tap water and bottled water? These questions and more will be answered in Chapter 3. Enjoy. Chapter 3. Water, an underestimated health source. In today's modern world, our water is no longer the life-giving superfluid it should be. Why do we need water? The human body needs water to grow, heal and survive. Without a constant intake of water, our bodies will dehydrate and weaken, leading to death. We humans cannot survive without water for more than a few days. Water makes up 70% of our body weight and supports all of our body functions and processes. The brain is over 70% water and needs to be hydrated to function properly. Our blood is 80% water and our liver 63% water. These facts testify to the importance of hydration. But unfortunately, Don's observations tell us that most people suffer from at least minor dehydration. Does it make sense, then, that when you feel drained, fuzzy-headed or sluggish, that you may just need a glass of water? And perhaps that irritability you're feeling is your liver's inability to eliminate toxins and waste because it isn't hydrated. There can be up to 25% loss of energy from only a 5% loss of body fluids, so a glass of water could be the answer to your fatigue, too. When was the last time you enjoyed the benefits of consuming two litres of water a day without having a coffee, tea, alcoholic drink or soft drink? Water is nature's most important building block. It is essential for all life-building processes, and its quality and temperature are fundamental to the health of all life forms. Yet, so many of us take water for granted, as if something so readily available could not provide us with innumerable health benefits. Our bodies need water in order to hydrate, aid all organ processes, digest food, absorb nutrients, eliminate waste, manage body temperature, remove toxins, provide healthy skin, lubricate joints, circulate blood. It is vitally important that our body is provided with all the water it needs to complete these processes. Dehydration is recognized by the body as an emergency situation. Vital organs begin to use water needed by other organs and body processes in order to keep the body hydrated. Other organs suffer when the brain, liver, heart and lungs take the water supply priority and our blood needs its 80% water volume to carry necessary minerals, vitamins and oxygen around the body. Lack of water is a situation that the body cannot tolerate on a regular basis. A professor at Moscow University told Don that 99% of the molecules in our body are water, so just a slight variance in our water levels has an immediate effect on our bodies. Even though we are over 70% water by weight, when seen in molecules, our bodies are made of even more water than we think. Recipe for pure water. Pure water falls from the heavens with a low pH and a touch of ozone. When juvenile or young water falls on the hills and mountains, it starts its journey downwards towards the sea, where it most likely began its journey. As water flows, it matures and attracts and collects minerals and energy from the rocks and terrain. Tribes lucky enough to live in areas with mature water at their disposal are recorded to have healthier communities. 
Glacial water is exceptional as the abrasive action of the glacier erodes the solid rock, allowing more minerals to be absorbed by the water that has been frozen for millions of years. If I'm drinking, why am I still dehydrating? There's a common misconception that drinking liquid counts as drinking water. A misconception which has led to a dangerously dehydrated population. Our society has become chronically dehydrated since we decided to drink beverages such as tea, coffee, alcohol, soft drinks and a host of other chemically laced drinks in preference to water. These beverages are diuretics. They increase the discharge of fluids. To offset these discharges, water must be consumed in order to compensate for this loss. If the consumption of diuretic beverages is not compensated with adequate amounts of water, you may essentially become dehydrated, despite the fact that you are drinking a lot of liquid. Dehydration is dangerous and leads to poor body processes and illness. Many doctors do not readily recognize water-deficient diseases and their associated pain and symptoms. Underlying issues with dehydration are not recognized and health problems, which are often symptoms of dehydration, are sometimes treated with the use of prescription drugs, allowing your body to become more and more dehydrated. So in essence, you may not be ill, you may be just thirsty. How can I keep hydrated? Managing your hydration requires you to look at what liquids you've been drinking and assessing if you've consumed enough water to counteract the diuretic effects of beverages such as coffee, tea, soft drinks and alcohol. For every liquid that dehydrates, we must make a conscious effort to rehydrate our bodies with water. So, how do I know if I'm hydrated? And how can I manage my daily intake of water? The answer is to integrate a hydration plan into your lifestyle to ensure you're consuming enough water in your diet. Here's a hydration plan that Don has found to be very beneficial, particularly with digestion and nutrition absorption from food. Daily Hydration Plan A good formula for hydration is to drink half your body weight in ounces per day. For example, if you weigh 200 pounds or 90 kilos, you should drink about 100 ounces or 2.9 litres of water per day. This is a good benchmark for very hot climates, but in colder climates, 2 litres a day is plenty. Try the following hydration plan for a month and see if it makes any difference to your energy levels. 1. Drink four glasses of 160 mils of water before brushing your teeth. At first, you may have to build up to this amount, but move towards this amount each day. 2. After brushing your teeth, do not consume any food or drink for 45 minutes. You may find the water activates the bowels, which is very positive first thing in the morning. 3. After 45 minutes, eat and drink as normal. However, it's interesting to note that most Asian cultures consume warm or hot drinks with their meals, not cold water. Cold water works against the natural digestion of foods, as do other cold beverages. 4. After a 15-minute mealtime, do not eat or drink for another 2 hours. At first, just do this routine around breakfast, then progress to lunch and dinner. 5. Two hours after each meal, remember to drink water on a regular basis. Don often fills a large bottle in the morning to ensure that he has consumed an adequate amount of water during the day. Always have a glass near your bed at night in case you wake up thirsty. If you're ill or aging, you may find this hydration plan difficult at first, but don't give up. Just start small and work up to it.
If you have a serious health condition, start with small amounts every second day and build up to the figures above. With any condition, it's always a good move to slowly introduce a new procedure, especially if your body is fragile. Hydration Compensation After drinking coffee, tea, alcohol or soft drink, it's a good idea to offset the dehydration effect by drinking at least two glasses of water. As well as hydrating, water assists in removing the toxins we've consumed when drinking these beverages. Many heavy drinkers know that drinking lots of water after a night out reduces the hangover in the morning. Can water heal? Water and hydration can provide good health, but can it cure illness? Water has healing qualities like no other substance. Along with the many usual ways water can be ingested, water has the ability to be frozen as ice to soothe inflammation produced as a gas to relieve respiratory disorders and used as a liquid to reportedly cure over 100 conditions. Some bodies of water from around the world are famous for their apparent healing capacities. Don's visited some of these sites and spoken to the locals who have regular access to these bodies of water. One of the sites was in the remote part of Southern Ireland where the locals spoke about those who were cured from a range of health conditions simply by drinking the water from their spring. The proud locals nurtured the surrounding area where the spring was situated to avoid contaminants entering their healing water. One of the most remarkable healing water sites he visited was the famous waters of Lourdes in France. Although the water seemed and tasted no different to any other pure water that he's drunk in the past, believers continue to flock to Lourdes, and stories of healed illness and ailments due to the ingestion of the Lourdes waters continue to flourish. So what is it about these waters that have an apparent healing quality? Do they possess energies we humans cannot understand? Testing for energies is something us humans cannot successfully research, but what can be discovered is that the rich supply of nutrients from the soil in underground water springs provide the purest, freshest and healthiest forms of water. It is both untainted by pollution but also free of any synthetic chemicals. Pure water at its finest. Case study. Dr. Batman Gullet was a doctor who was captured, along with many others, during the overthrow of the Shah and Iranian government and held in Evin prison in Tehran. During his imprisonment, Batman Gullet's medical knowledge and skills were useful to the authorities and other prisoners. Having almost no supplies, the doctor relied on one true healing source, water. Batman Gellidge's first introduction to the healing power of water came when he assisted a man who had excruciating stomach pains from a peptic ulcer. The patient could not walk on his own and needed assistance from two other inmates. Batman Gellidge had nothing to offer the suffering inmate but two glasses of water. Nonetheless, he witnessed the pain disappearing in minutes. Seeing the developments, the doctor prescribed the man two glasses of water every three hours. Only days later, the man eventually became pain and ulcer-free and remained so for the rest of his stay in prison. From this event, Dr. Batman Gellidge began his research on the healing powers of water. After assisting over 3,000 individuals with water alone, he came to the conclusion that most, if not all, disease is first due to dehydration. He continued his work after his release and has presented his findings in his book Your Body's Many Cries for Water, published in 1992. In this book, Batman Gellidge also explains his findings on why he believes medicine is not the cure and how water can help aid conditions such as dyspeptic pain, rheumatoid arthritis, stress, depression, high blood pressure, high blood cholesterol, obesity 
asthma and allergies. Since improving his water intake, Don's health has reached a new level. As Don says, I cannot impress enough the importance of adequate water consumption. You may not be sick, you may be thirsty, is a good catchphrase to remember. What's the difference between tap water and bottled water? We only have a small percentage of pure water available. Most of the world's drinking water has been polluted or has to be treated with chemicals to make it safe to drink. Many areas are now using desalination plants to take the salt out of the water for domestic use. Ironically, this is all done in the name of health. But unfortunately, any goodness that was in the water has now been removed along with all the nasties. Another alternative we are offered is treated recycled sewage water. The drawback here is that the added chlorine can generate chlorinated organic compounds that may be carcinogenic or harmful to the environment. And now, evidence is being produced to show that some of the products we throw down the drain are returning in our drinking water, including pharmaceuticals. These types of available water are a far cry from the rich and pure sources of fresh water from rivers and springs. While we need these water treatments, they are not perfect. Each individual should find their own way to filter and cleanse their own drinking water. You can find suggestions at www.newfirm.com. Bottled water comes with its own problems. Not only is the water contaminated by the plastic containers, the environment is too. When these containers are in contact with heat or light, the potential for chemicals to leach from the container into the water increases. Also, the effect they have on the environment is becoming a problem. Millions of discarded empty bottles are polluting rivers, and empty water bottles simply end up as landfill. Besides, much of the water in these bottles is just tap water that has gone through a filtration process. When water is in healthy balance, it communicates information, carries subtle energies, nutrients and healing, and discharges wastes. The destruction of living water by modern technology is the main reason why both our environment and human society are sick. Chlorine. Chlorine is a powerful oxidant used to kill bad bacteria in city water supplies, which in turn means it also kills essential good bacteria in our stomachs once we've ingested it. Excessive exposure to chlorine can be fatal. During World War I, chlorine gas was used to kill people. Is it any wonder then that chlorine can cause humans to become dizzy and disoriented? This would explain why some of us may feel this way after having a long, hot shower. Chlorine is a poison and can lead to a host of health problems plus the potential for some cancers. Chlorine gas is a respiratory irritant. The distinctive odour is similar to household bleach and is easily detectable at very low concentrations, for example 0.2 to 0.4 parts per million or ppm. For example, the concentration over a laundry tub where bleach is being used is around one part chlorine per million parts of air. Most people can smell it very readily at that level. Chlorine concentrations above 5 ppm are irritating to the nose, throat and eyes. Inhaling the gas at almost any noticeable concentration can cause coughing, watery eyes, a runny nose and breathing difficulties. These symptoms are the result of chlorine combining with moisture in the eyes, nose, throat and lungs and forming a weak acid. As concentration and exposure time increase, so does the level of irritation and discomfort. Chlorine increases the chances of birth defects. 
A Norwegian study of 141,000 births over a three-year period found the risk of birth defects, such as spina bifida, increased 14% in areas with chlorinated water. Scientists have already found an association between chlorine and an increased risk of bowel, kidney and bladder cancer, but it is the first time a link has been verified with higher levels of spina bifida. Chlorine lowers sperm counts. A study by Dr. Neil Skakerbeck of the University of Copenhagen demonstrated that average human sperm counts have dropped in Denmark by almost 50% due to the presence of man-made chlorine found within human tissues and breast milk. Chlorine is necessary to get water to our homes without the bugs that would cause us disease. But once it arrives at its destination, I suggest you take it out. Fluoride Fluoride is an element in our drinking water which has been a subject for discussion for years. Millions of people have been convinced that fluoride aids the strength of children's teeth, but in reality the benefits are far outweighed by the dangers of fluoride. Simply search dangers of fluoride or the truth about fluoride the next time you're online. You'll be shocked to read what you find. Florian compounds or fluorides are listed by the US Agency for Toxic Substance and Disease Registry, ATSDR, as among the top 20 of 275 substances posing the most significant threat to human health. Don suggests you go to this site and see for yourself just how widespread are the dangers of using such a waste product from the superphosphate industry. Fluoride in our drinking water is not a natural substance. Fluoride is more poisonous than lead, and just slightly less poisonous than arsenic, and it accumulates in the bones. This accumulation poison in hypersensitive individuals occasionally causes skin eruptions in the form of eczema, atopic dermatitis or urticaria. Headaches, weakness and gastric distress have also been reported. When fluoride is discontinued, these hypersensitive reactions usually disappear. Articles from the Australian Medical Association, AMA, 1990-1992, and the New England Journal of Medicine, 1990, both cite increased hip fracture because of fluoride, either in water or fluoride treatment of osteoporosis. Even if fluoride was good for children's teeth, how much water is used for the cleaning of their teeth? Compare this minuscule amount to the amount of water we use every day in the shower, doing the dishes, washing the car, or flushing the toilet. Our taxes are paying for millions of litres of water containing fluoride that are flushed down the drain and never see the inside of a child's mouth. Don objects to his taxes being wasted in such a manner. If fluoride is such a wonderful thing, surely there is a more efficient and less expensive way of distributing it. Levels of fluoride are monitored carefully at water plants, but if you drink a lot of contaminated water every day, the amount will slowly build up in your body. The side effects of this toxic waste product can be found by googling chlorine in your tap water and in your diet cola, posted by Dr. McCola, November 13, 2004. It's a site well worth visiting if you would like to know the truth about what they put in our water. Hydrate with clean water. Drinking well-filtered water is the only successful way to reduce the thousands of chemicals that find their way into our drinking water. Filtering your own water is paramount if you live in the city. Just be sure to use filters that do not destroy the natural essence of the water. You should only be trying to remove the impurities in the water, not remove every element so the water loses its nutrient qualities. Water is the liquid that hydrates. Learn to use it wisely. 
and experience the qualities that come from healthy, life-giving water. It is a very positive step towards having the guts to be really healthy. After many years of researching filters, Don finally found one that comes close to supplying drinking water in a state that water should be. www.newfirm.com for more information. I hope you enjoyed Chapter 3 and now have a better understanding of the importance of drinking good, clean water. If our bodies are mostly water, maybe it's time we put more time into the quality of the water we are drinking over and above what we eat. Knowing water can heal more than diet. Is it worth the cost of having a good water source? If you decide to get a better water filter, you can find some at newfirm.com, which is spelt N-U-F for Freddy, E-R-M for Mary, to see the range of healthier choices because water is our life source.